Buffalo, Oregon. It's Thursday, May 21st. This is Elliot Noose with a news briefing from The Oregonian and Oregon Live. The Oregonian and Oregon Live has reversed its call in the Democratic primary election for Oregon Secretary of State. State Senator Shamia Fagan has clinched the nomination, defeating State Senator Mark Haas. The newsroom called the race for Senator Haas after 10 p.m. Monday night, but editor Therese Bottomley said Wednesday night that we got it wrong. She apologized unreservedly to both candidates, their supporters, and to readers. Newsroom leaders said the call was based on usually reliable models, but that modeling did not sufficiently account for the slower results due to the coronavirus pandemic. Fagan, an employment lawyer and lawmaker from Portland, who served four years in the House and is in her second year in the Senate, will go on to run against the Republican nominee, Senator Kim Thatcher of Kaiser, in the general election. Oregon Republicans nominated Albany financial advisor Joe Ray Perkins on Tuesday to challenge Democratic incumbent U.S. Senator Jeff Merkley in November. But her Election Day address to voters ignited a social media firestorm by referencing the QAnon conspiracy theory which posits without evidence that a shadowy cabal of elites operates a global human trafficking ring. After her statements brought a wave of national attention, she appears to have retreated from her support and deleted the video from her Twitter account. Reached by phone Wednesday afternoon, Perkins declined to discuss her connections with the QAnon theory. Her campaign later released a statement in which she said she would not describe herself as a follower of QAnon. Perkins won the nomination by more than 55,000 votes, but she is unlikely to pose a significant threat to Merkley in the statewide general election. Portland Mayor Ted Wheeler narrowly missed securing enough votes to retain his position as the city's top elected official for the next four years, and he'll face a November runoff against urban policy consultant Sarah Iannarone. Wheeler is looking to become the city's first mayor since Vera Katz to earn a second consecutive term in office. With a win, Ayanna Roan would become the fourth woman to hold the top elected position in Oregon's largest city. Two other November city council races became clearer on Wednesday. Former Multnomah County Commissioner Loretta Smith and former educational nonprofit executive Dan Ryan will face off to succeed Portland Commissioner Nick Fish on the city council. And incumbent commissioner Chloe Udaly was forced into a runoff with political newcomer Mingus Maps. Two more Oregon counties, including one of the hardest hit in the state, have been cleared to begin lifting coronavirus restrictions, Governor Kate Brown announced Wednesday. Marion and Polk counties have been approved for Phase 1 reopening and can start the gradual process on Friday. Marion County has Oregon's highest rate of coronavirus infections, according to state data. As of Wednesday, the county had 879 confirmed and presumptive cases. State officials have said 24 Marion County residents have died from the virus. 33 of the state's 36 counties now have permission to begin reopening. Oregon's three largest counties, Multnomah, Washington, and Clackamas, do not. State economists predicted Wednesday that Oregon's economy is heading into its steepest downturn since the Great Depression. They expect it will take several years for Oregon to return to the health it enjoyed before the coronavirus outbreak hit. Economists estimate the state will lose $10.5 billion in revenue over the next five years, a massive budget hit that will trigger sharp cuts in Oregon spending on schools, health care, law enforcement, and other social services. 
Wednesday's quarterly economic forecast is the first detailed analysis of Oregon's outlook during the coronavirus outbreak, outlining the impact on the state's businesses and the resulting effects on state finances. The state economists said the economy should return to health by the middle of the decade. Powell's Books' enormous flagship store in downtown Portland has been shuttered since March due to the coronavirus outbreak. When Powell's locked its doors, the city lost one of the cultural touchstones that define Portland, and more than 300 workers lost their jobs. Now, as businesses across the state begin slowly to emerge from their coronavirus shutdowns, the bookstore isn't quite ready to change back. Here's CEO Emily Powell. The Powell shop experience is much more about spending time lingering, browsing, meeting people, being with your friends or family. We just don't think opening right now is the safe thing to do for our employees or for our customers or for our business, frankly. Yet Powell said the outpouring of customer support that followed the store's closure gives her confidence that the store will find a path forward. Powell's will be here. It may look different. It may feel different for a while, um, but it will be here. The bookseller has started offering a pickup option at its downtown store, and it's working to expand that to other locations. You can hear Powell's entire interview on our podcast, Beat Check with the Oregonian. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts, or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast, Beat Check with the Oregonian. Thanks for listening. For more news, pick up a copy of The Oregonian, or go to OregonLive.com. Live.com.